This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I secret, I think you want to know. A dirty little secret, about a secret little show. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. Sarah, Vinny, Alex and Brinny. Mm. All rhymes. It's fun. Today is the anniversary of Vinny's first date with his wife. Oh, is it? That's funny that you ha- you put you must have put that in that janky phone of yours. I, <laughs> I did. It still pops up. It's so crazy. So um, it's 09, so 14 years ago. Today, Today mm-hmm. I when we uh, when I met her, like you would come in the next day after you went on the date, and you, I think you remarked on it, like you met someone really great, and and you. Really I was liked dating her. it, but I don't know what you're about to say. But I was dating at that time, so there was I had been on other dates, and she was going to be another remarked, one. I think you remarked to us that you really liked her, and, liked and we her. talked about her a little bit, and mm-hmm. I put into my phone Vinny's first date with future wife 2009 oh, and then sakes. I made it a repeating thing yearly and sure enough I totally nailed it sure. predicted it right so it pops up every day and there's also a although um, we don't know how many times you wrote that and had to just delete it oh good point huh well how would I know which one I have to fuck do I know what oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, we're on the secret show, yeah, right? We are on the oh God, show. he just—I think, I think he, he, he just he had went, a heart attack. He just that's went all. Pale. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> he had a heart attack because yeah, we're we're in the same seats. <laughs> that's I know. All. And I only forgot. one minute ago, we weren't allowed to say fuck. <laughs> I've forgotten entirely where we were. I almost said it earlier. You just did. I almost said it like a minute ago. And I stopped myself, and then I went, oh, yeah, no, we are on The Secret Show. Like, I okay. confirmed it in my own head. It's my bad. I'm very sorry. No, I, no, that's yeah, fine. I, I know where I, I don't, am. I, I wouldn't... Just... I'm telling you that how would how the fuck would I know which one of the ones was right a year later? I only put I it on the know. one I'm day. I'm just kidding. Anyway, yes, today is our anniversary. 14 years. Dateiversary. Mm-hmm. I like it. Do the girls know? Do you guys ever celebrate it? Because yeah, I tell well, you every year. It's actually... It's weird, because we were trying to get married on our on this date so that we would just have the same anniversary Aww. and we ended up married on the 20th instead mm. because that's just the way it works. It's the weekend. 
You needed the weekend to work. Right. So it wasn't, it's, but I actually think of this as our anniversary, not that. Well, you got a lot of life in before you ever married. Right. You know, a lot of years and years and years. Right. So to me, it's today. Did you marry in 2019? 2019. Because it would have been 19 because the other kid was born in 18. 18. 1918? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I remember her. So anyway, yeah, you're right. Congratulations. Thanks. It worked out. I'm, I am happy for you. You really, you know, I remember when you first came back here, like you'd clean your shit up and you just were like looking to. The blessings have never stopped. I wish they would stop. <laughs> <laughs> Too many blessings. A break would be nice. An embarrassment of riches. Uh, but no, I, I do. I feel very lucky. I don't think. I guess I see people, including you and John, who seem sort of. I, I don't want to say effortless because I think that that's not true in any scenario. Nothing's effortless. Right. But it does seem easier. Like you two have, I, I don't know. I don't know what word to use, whether it's just you, you're, there's a symbiosis there or something that, like a real compliment. Yes. Of he has things, things I need, and I have things he needs. Right, and and it seems puzzle pieces. It we seems call them. functional in a way that now there may be someone else who might look at that and say, uh, "You guys are super codependent, and you should learn to." Oh no, we're definitely like I just I'm gonna off myself if anything. But happens it works. That is, I'm I'm fucked if he's gone. It works, and that's great. We it's not been easy. Like we both were single adults for a long time. Mm-hmm. So she was into her, she was 30 and single, and I was 40 and still single. So as we got together, it's there's been struggles. No question there have been struggles. And, and you know, well, make it through that. Well, you're also both kind of like, you know, you have these, you were fine until you had kids. Yeah, absolutely. You both have your own identities. You both have your own things going on. Mm-hmm. And you both are, you make money and you have, you know, jobs, high profile jobs. Uh, like I actually think those are the hardest things too, because somebody like in our relationship, we said, whoever's making the most money is going to be the person who keeps working. And the other person's going to stay home with the kid because we didn't know anybody and we, there was no handing the kid off. Right. So John stopped and it worked that. So that worked for us, but that doesn't, most people can't just have somebody not work. Well, there have been. There's also things about that that come into play. For example, as we had a kid, there were conversations about her staying home. But then she, I can't speak to what she went through. I think it was quite a dose of uh, postpartum. Mm. But what ended up happening is the kid, the first kid, caused this extreme sort of. I don't know, two paths happening. Mm. And we were really distant for a long time. And it was not cool. Like, I didn't like it. But I also had a kid now with her. So we were really having trouble and struggling. But you guys have put in a shit ton of work. Yeah, but I think that... You seem like you're in a good place. At that point, there was like this, it would be better for us if she quit her job, but she doesn't feel comfortable in our relationship enough to quit her job. Like, are we, we weren't married at that point. Right. And that was one of the things that we went to counseling and that came out of her. Like, I can't quit my job. 
I don't have any security in this deal right now. And if I quit and look, I, I That's do interesting. I do think a bunch of people, including her, who've built a career, find themselves saying on top of. I like working and I've worked to build myself up to this point. If I quit, how do I ever get back? Right. And that comes up every time we talk about her quitting. She's like, even if even if she quit today, she, she would say to me, or if we talked about it today, she would say, who's going to hire a 50-year-old lady who expects a certain amount of money for what she does? And it but gave up her seniority. And, and that's her, like, and right, so she she's going to come in looking for a new gig and be like, I have 25 years of experience at this. And they're going to go, well, take the kid out of college who isn't being pushy about how much she should make. Right. So it's hard. It's a hard thing. It is. But yes, we've made it 14 years. And I'm proud of that, but I'm also I don't I don't say that because I'm trying to get you ready for the the bomb drop. Oh. We're divorcing. Like I'm not saying that for that reason. I'm saying that because I do think often we assume people who've made it 14 years, for example, are, solid are just cruising. Yep. Cruising along. We got this. Ain't no problem. And it has been a problem. And we have overcome a lot. And I would say to anyone out there who's struggling in their relationship, I, you don't stay if you're being abused. You don't stay. But if it's hard, that doesn't mean you can't make it. Right. And really solve it. Like, there are people who find ways to get by counting down the days till the kids are 18 and that's no way to live that's I too agree. long of a time to sit there knowing you're going to divorce right. the minute so, that kid goes so to college do the work that can get you to a place where you can share a life and and have you know you have so much together well you know i don't think i think we've become and I'm part of it, so don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here in judgment of, of our world, but we are a throw-it-away world. Right. Enough of that. Use that till it's gone, and then what? We don't fix cars. We just flip them. Yep. I've used this for three, five years. I'll huck it and get a new another one. one. Why don't you paint it? Paint a car? Why would I do that? I'm going to buy a new one. You yeah. know, like that's our mentalities about everything. Right. A broken toaster... I'll just go down to the hardware store and get another one of those. <laughs> $30. Why would I fix it? Mm-mm. We don't fix things anymore. So mm-hmm. I do think that's just really a mindset that has take, well, taken... Well, shouldn't, it shouldn't translate over to humans. It does, we, though. We shouldn't, but it shouldn't. But I agree with you. I mean, it's if, if people are like, well, it's hard. I don't want to. I give. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, you know, I get that, but... Yeah. As soon as kids are in the picture, you I would hope you think twice. Well, and just for your own, I, lo- I love that you guys, look, you were, you did seem for a little while there to be in a terrible, d- dark place. It sucked. And, and it was affecting my work, too, which was the part that pissed me off the most. You put some work into it, yeah. and I feel like I do see joy when I see family photos and when you talk about your kids or talk about mm-hmm. uh, Christina. Like, I feel like you worked really hard to get that joy back because... You know, that whole, I've got one divorce in me, that shouldn't be your mentality, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> it's just, just a hypothetical, be. I think, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, no, that's not. Yeah, it was a joke. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> it was really a joke. really weirdly did not feel like a Mayara, joke. Mayara, it was a joke. 
And uh, yeah, she back to Vinny. She gave you some shit for that. Oh no no no! She she laughed about it. Well, she didn't laugh about it, but she knew it was a joke. <laughs> because you told her over and over and over again. <laughs> it was a joke, babe. I swear it was a joke. How's it going with you guys? Because I'm looking at the clock right now. There's no fucking way I can do this whole. Oh long. yeah, you can. Not if we don't start right this okay, second. Okay, let's go. Go. Okay, forget I asked you. Okay, a go. Start reading. I'll cut that out. No, leave it in. Oh, Gives a shit. That's fine. You will be the focus of the show tomorrow, though. Oh, I appreciate it. Well, I, well, well we he has on the ball. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Still, we can have we can focus on Alex. Yeah, no, that's we got to figure yeah, out if can. she's got a dude. That's uh, she probably. It's probably gonna be that, a no. That'll take move one on. second. Summer loving, <laughs> having so fast. Yeah, let's do this. Let's okay, go. sorry. Start let's reading. Read let's read. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Dear Alice Secret Show, don't say my name. I'm writing because I'm in a situation that I could use your feedback and help with. This is long, you guys, all right? Buckle in. I am in a very new relationship with someone. This isn't just any relationship. It's a long-distance relationship. Oh, cancel. Yep, already quit. He's a person I met through work. Although we don't report to the same managers, I have worked with him on a couple projects. I won't say where he's from just to further conceal his identity, but he lives within the United States. He's a single dad. Has kids about the same age as mine. He's eight years older than me. He's in his 50s, and I'm in my 40s. Uh, They met virtually two years ago in the middle of COVID. Virtually, huh? Our encounters have always been virtual, and we still haven't met in person. (gasps) Oh, come on. Are you kidding? I'm just reading you what you said. Dina Lohan. The story began COVID 2020 with me onboarding him as a new employee. From the very moment I heard his voice over the phone, there was something about him I liked a lot. A couple weeks later, I meet him via video call. He's the most adorable person I've ever onboarded. We chit-chatted about work, of course, which led to banter about our personal lives. We spoke occasionally regarding business, and the conversations always lingered, and I never wanted to hang up. I liked him very much as a person. You hang up. No, you. No, you. (laughs) In the back of my head, I would always imagine what it would be like to get to know him better. That thought would always dissipate quickly when I thought about the physical distance between us because he just lives somewhere in the U.S. Six months ago, he calls me because he's frustrated at work. Shortly after that conversation, I texted his work phone with my personal cell number and told him he can contact me anytime if he ever wants to talk. And he took me right up on the offer. And we've stayed connected quite a bit since then. Good for her for waiting, you know, a couple years before she gave him the personal phone. Number though, like you for a long time, you realized how stupid this is. Go on back to yeah, the new world. We recently got put on a project together where we had a lot of communicating to do as we were bantering back and forth via text one day. I mentioned I wished he didn't live so far away. Oh. After that text, I started receiving a lot more texts from him. About one day, he asked if he could call me after work. I, of course, said yes. We talked and laughed a lot, and he confessed he actually he's actually liked me for a really long time. Oh, really likes me. Oh. As a matter of fact, he told me he liked me almost from the day he met me, which was his first day on the job. Right. Needless to say, I was super happy and excited, and from that conversation, uh, turned into many more. And fast forward to today, we've decided to try this long-distance relationship. Okay. To add additional context, we have not yet met each other in person, let alone have had our first date we're planning to meet in october in his hometown in three months from now 
little more context about me and my past. I've been very, I've been in a very verbally, emotionally abusive relationship for the last eight years. He cheated on me three times. I've always taken him back, each time losing more and more of my confidence. About six months ago, I decided I didn't want to be in that relationship anymore. My ex-boyfriend also ended up with prostate cancer and is currently going through radiation. Yikes. Although we are not together, I've agreed to be a support. And help him get through the treatments. Oh, you shouldn't have agreed to that. They will be completed in about two months. He does not know I've moved on or that I'm in a long-distance relationship. Does he know you broke up? I've not told <laughs> him because I don't want him to hear the news all while undergoing treatment. I shared this news with my new boyfriend, and he too agrees that now is not the best time to share the news with him. This guy who's emotionally and verbally, a, you're a good person or a fool. I'm not sure why you're staying with this guy. Does he have no one else? You broke up with him. Or did you? We've agreed to meet after my ex's radiation treatment is complete, and I've shared the news with my ex. Current situation, up until about two weeks ago, we, my new guy and I, have had amazing conversations with one another and plenty of text messages throughout the day. He told me he loves me very early on. I couldn't say it right away because it felt like too soon. He didn't mind and continued to tell me how much he loves me and adores me and wants to be with me and even fantasize about proposing to me and eventually moving me out to where he lives. Oh, my God, this guy. He has also <laughs> told me if I don't like where he lives, we can always find a neutral zone where we could both be happy. We do all the silly things you can do while being long distance, like sharing our favorite love songs into a playlist we can listen to while we kiss each other, which you don't do. Uh, I have felt safe with him and so happy, and I do believe everything that he had been saying to me. The part I'm struggling with is in the fa past few weeks, he's been very, very busy at work, and the texts have dwindled, and so have the phone calls. Ooh. He is the one who usually initiates phone calls. I'm okay with that because I know he's the one with the busier schedule and has a lot on his plate currently. We're in different time zones. Can't help but feel a little insecure given the distance. I'm not going to lie. Feeling triggered and paranoid that he might be cheating on me. I brought this up in conversation. Am I now? So basically, here's the thing. At this point, I'm not sure if I'm overreacting or if this is my gut trying to warn me about something. He says he's a church-going man and wants us to have faith and trust in this process and in us because he believes in us. I know he's a kind-hearted soul, but I also don't want to be walking around with my rose-colored glasses on either. I know that I am not imagining a shift in him, and I can't place whether it's because of work or if he's not telling me the truth about something. I'm not looking for hour-long conversations, rather just a few minutes to hear each other's voices. I don't know. Did I jump in too fast too soon? Should I continue to give him the benefit of the doubt? Am I expecting too much? Is this guy a playa, playa? This is eating away at me. Any advice or insight would be very helpful and much appreciated. I love you guys immensely. A long time and forever, Alice fan. <sighs> Bryn's got this. Go ahead, Bryn. Uh, I mean, Start us off. Short and sweet. Don't do it. Get Don't out of there. What? Don't do what? Don't even. Just stop it. Turn around. I can't. I don't even want to say anymore. Stop. Turn around from what? You mean don't be with this guy? Yeah, in general. Like, she's. if this person is having doubts and, and possible, like, suspicions that he could be cheating, you don't even know him, really. You haven't seen him physically. You guys haven't made out or even seen each other, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I, this guy is, uh, he's done with you. He's, he has. What? Yes, she's saying it. The sh because, look, here's the she thing. She feels they, it. They haven't. She feels it. Yeah, but she's also saying and admits He's it. He's done with her. She's been in a bad relationship. She's been mistreated. She's being triggered. So she might be jumping to conclusions. Yeah, Vinny's just playing devil's advocate right now. <laughs> I get that. 
I just think if you've noticed that he suddenly isn't texting it. I mean, he was, I love you, I love you, I love you. I can't, we, we'll live together. We'll find a neutral place to live if you don't like where I'm at. And all of a sudden, it all dries up. It's it over. It didn't all dry up. Mm. But he is having to deal with, he is dealing with her being with someone else. Let me see when he told She's her about that. She's with that guy still. She has not broken up with that dude. Where would she get off talking about him <laughs> having a ch- cheating when she's with a dude that she's still with? Yeah, I don't know if they've been talking about... So six months ago, she says she doesn't want to be in that relationship anymore, but we don't know if she broke up with this guy. She or if... didn't. She's still with him. Uh, I don't think she's with her she, ex. She says, but... although we are not together, I've agreed to be his support and help him get through the treatments. She's with nobody. That's what she's with. She's right. she's not with anybody. I shared this news with a new boyfriend. He too agrees now is not the best time to share this news with him. And so we've agreed to wait to meet until after. Up until two weeks ago, we had amazing conversations with each other and tons of text messages throughout the day. He told me that he loves me very early on. Okay. Run away. No, look, He's I'm gonna been, tell you I'm this is for the modern dater, this is my my best possible advice for this kind of scenario, okay? All right. I, All right. I think it's over, guys. Well, it, whether it is or it isn't, here's how you avoid what's happened here. When you meet someone, and it doesn't happen that often, like V. Hale's going through this experience right now. You can date, you can meet people, and you'll meet people and be on a date and be, maybe you don't yawn like, right in their face. But often you're like, okay, this isn't it. Oh, well, I'll finish my dinner and go home. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that. Try, so try again. plenty of misses that happen while you're dating. When you meet someone and there's spark, there's hope, there's that thing, there's yep. that feeling. You remember this feeling from school. That's when you first feel it, that... I can't wait to go to school tomorrow because I'm going to sit next to Michelle Sandoval and I'm going <laughs> to wear my best shirt and Michelle. She's going to notice me. Yeah, and we're going to talk. And then like that crush feeling is one of the best feelings in the world. It like is. it really is spectacular. And when you get that, seize that motherfucking moment, people. That is not yeah, the time to Move across say, the country. No. Just no, go see the person. But go share space with this person that you've, you, there's that zap. There's that zing. There's because you're that, growing something that you have no confirmation of any kind of reality. And that that one trip together, whether you meet in the middle or you meet at his place or your place or however you decide to do this, you've got to establish that we... Because even in the back of your mind while you're texting, I love you, you also know you've never kissed this person. You they might also have bad know, breath. yeah. You My also B-O. know that on top of how you feel and how excited you are to get that text or that, you know, bing. Oh, what did she say? Like, there's that great feeling. I get it, but in the back of your mind, you're also saying to yourself, "You dummy, you haven't even fucked this chick yet." Like, what the fuck? Right. So you've got to move. I'm not saying move to their house, but you got to move faster. You can't, when you've got that spark, seize that moment, don't sit there for three years texting. Right. And that's something that I sort of, I wasn't around for the don't dating apps. Don't sit there for three years But I absolutely texting. met some people on Facebook and would be like, 
Let's go out. Hey, girl. Like, hey, girl. Hey. Like, let's go you out. Up. We should go to dinner. Let's go. Yeah. Because I don't want to. I don't want a pen pal. All I right. want a girlfriend mm-hmm. or a partner. I want a pen holder. Or well, and maybe that is what someone's after. Maybe right? you just want to get laid. I don't know. But I mean, I actually end up liking people. So if I like you, I'll want to be with you. Mm. And if I don't, I'm gonna punt. And I'm going to go on to the next but thing. But also, is this person in a position where they can get up and leave? Or or is the guy in a position where he can support her if she moves out to, you know, this is... We're not there yet. Yeah, I know, Let's but you're going... You're, it's so much work. Even if, even if it does just, work, yeah, there's so no, much no, goddamn no, 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 no. work just Listen, to get that going. I, I agree. <laughs> I would never even have let that get to where it's gotten. But what I'm saying is, if you've got that spark, you yeah. feel that thing that... We all know that feeling that... Oh, I'm so excited to see this person. Yeah, Twitter painted. Yes, I'm all Mm. throbby. Right. Throbby. (laughs) Whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah, sure. It's a banana. I definitely know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm too messy. Maybe that was a little graphic. All right. I'm I'm so happy. Go and seize that moment and meet each other and see if in shared space. Sitting next to each other, whether it's at a coffee house or in a movie or at a restaurant, if you still have that spark, if you do, then you've got something to talk about. Then you've got something to look forward to. That spark, I think, starts to go away over the course of these long, drawn-out conversations where there's never that payday. Right. No satisfaction. No offense, but at some point, a guy is going to be like, I, and maybe he might meet someone in real life. Maybe he wouldn't if he'd know, known you and held you in his arms before. Maybe this person wouldn't have had any effect, but he's just been dating a ghost. And I don't know and if so they've you. if they've been sexting or how that she's not saying that they are. Yeah. It doesn't say that. Oh, but she you, would have said long time fan. So? She would. Yeah, well, she then, knows our show. Like, here's what I would suggest, and I'm, I'm, you know, this is. The segment's called Bad Advice, but here's what I would suggest. Take a beautifully well-lit picture of your pussy and send that to him right away. This will reinvigorate the interest in seeing you and get him back on your, you know, whatever you wanted. Fan page? Yeah. And then go meet right away and tell your partner that you've said you'll help with his... That you have a, something to do this weekend. Yeah, sorry. I'm You're going to have to get weekend. someone else to fill in for me. And if that's not good enough for you, you can go fuck your bit, bad mouthing me, whatever, abusive right. ass. Three times cheating yeah, that I yeah, know of. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even feeling bad zero. about that. No. So, I hate him. So, absolutely, after the pussy pick, if the interest <laughs> comes back into, the, into play, seize that moment. Go get that guy. You could just start with like you know hard nipples through a shirt. Okay, start fine. with that. If you you know start with a local coworker. How's that? <laughs> just do butt. something well, here. Right. You could do that pick. too. That's what I would like. Yeah, a butt pick is yeah. great as well. But I'm just trying to say. Does my ass look fat in his jeans? <laughs> yes. Perfect. That's funny and cute. Sure. Okay, we're done. You should be done with this guy. I say block his number and never talk to him again. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm with Vinny on this one. It's exhausting, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm like, with Vinny. Let's I think say they do hook up sense. and over, it works dude. out a little bit. It, it could break up in two years. But after all this visiting and going back and forth and possibly moving out there, God damn it, so much work. 
A tasteful picture with your labia spread. Start with a Lock them. Just use the work phones only from now on. I'm just going to edit all this out and just leave when Vinny says pussy pick. Stop it. All right. Have a great day. Send us your problems and all that shit at Bryn, B-R-Y-N, at RadioAlice.com. Do it. You've been thinking about it. Send it off to us. We really need some bad advices. (laughs) Thank you. Give me the things. The two words I need. I'm so sorry you, did, you trusted not us there. <laughs> that's not the words. <laughs> Bad advice. It's right in the title. The end.